Hey guys, welcome to The Currents Podcast. I'm Faith. I'm Richard. And I'm Franco. We will be exploring the Bible at our current level of understanding. And we invite you on this journey with us. Hi guys. I'm very excited to have you guys with us again Mm. um, for a very nice and... uh, I guess timely episode for us, but mm. I guess for you guys to do yeah. a bit more in the yeah. future. But yeah, very excited to be here and um, yeah, I'm going to have a good recording. Yes. Definitely uh, crazy that it's the first episode after a one year. Yeah, yeah. can you guys believe it? It's been a whole year of currents. Isn't that What's crazy? What's a flipping heck, yeah. guys? Bruh. Like, yeah. wow. It's a huge blessing. It's, it's been a, a huge blessing going on this journey, obviously with Faith, uh, Franco mm. and myself. But it's been a blessing as well with those who are listening. Um, mm. You know, wherever you're listening from, from you've been a, a part of the foundation, like the roots of this mm. podcast. And anyone that's joined along the journey as well, we just want to thank you and acknowledge um, mm. your participation in this conversation. It's just meant so much. And your feedback as well just means so much to us as well. Yeah. 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 And I know we've definitely hoped that Sorry, that you feel like you've been part of the conversation, yeah. that yeah. it's felt like you've joined in on a discussion. Yeah. Um, I know that's been my favourite part in yeah. doing the podcasts or the yeah. episodes with these guys, is just having a discussion um, about Scripture in a very holy way. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, that's the one thing that I really enjoy. Um, I get to, I listen to so much Bible things. Um, not well for me it's just like I listen to so much Bible project yeah. and I just, like I don't really talk about it like it's mm. like I'm being filled up and I'm like I don't know where, where to do put I this go? <laughs> um, and so yeah I really enjoy these yeah. podcast um, episodes just in the sense that I get to talk about things that I've been listening to so mm. um, yeah it's it's definitely a very big blessing and I hope yeah for you guys it was it's it's been the same that you guys have enjoyed it and um, yeah. So, guys, um, what is our favourite episode? What mm. has been our favourite episode? That's a good question. I have a favourite series. Of okay. course you do. That well, would I feel be... like we've only done a series, yeah. one series. Or have we done The Q&A episodes. Mm. The experience I of thought, God. I thought they were really, really tough to yeah. navigate. Because um, even though God is, you know, the unchanging and mm-hmm. un- our... Each of us, our experiences are different mm, mm. of how God operates in our lives and how mm. he uses us in his kingdom. So I, I, I liked navigating through that and just the seeing everyone else's points of view. And I actually mm. did, in the background, mm. also listen to other people and how they have journeyed with God as well. So yeah. that, yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I actually I was listening to the Bible Project and they were also doing... Well, they didn't call it Q and A's. They called it Q and R's, which oh, I right. think is what we should start doing rather yes. than Q and A's because yes. it's question and responses yes. because Ooh. we don't know the answers always. Yes. Uh, yes. Well, like, that's true. Yeah, it's I feel just, like that's very fitting with currents, yes, you know, because yeah. we yeah. continue yeah. to say so, it's at our current so, level current of understanding. Level. Exactly. So I think that would be actually maybe a thing note for the future. But you guys are listening and hearing that as well now. So what look out for the Q and R's instead yeah. of Q and A's. Yeah. Um, What's your favourite? If I had to choose an episode, I really did like the live Q&A. That was really fun. Mm. Um, it was a pain to edit. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. So that puts it down for me. Yeah. Um, but if I had to say, um, 
I think I really liked um, the experience of God um, yes. and just turn, and how we each got to talk about our um, yeah experience in, in, in our lives and how God um, has both worked but also the way that he um, has put meaning into our lives, I guess, mm. um, yes. has definitely, like each of us, like even though we're in the same place in terms of uh, geography, we're so different in terms of our stories. And I think that's just such a such a cool thing to have mm. that a God can be um, so personal with just three people who are so different, but yeah. at the same time, like in the same place kind of thing. Mm. Um, I just I just appreciated that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Very cool. Faith? Um yeah, I did like the experience of God, but my favourites would probably be our two-part series on living in holiness. Mm. Yeah, I thought you would. <laughs> yeah, they were definitely um, yeah my favourite episodes, particularly um, part two, so episode five. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just got that bit deeper um, and it's really appreciated the conversation. So. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Let's do it. Let's jump straight in, guys. So we're actually going to be reading from um, Matthew 18, verses 15 to 17, mm. and we're reading from the NET, and Woo. this is actually Franco's request of Scripture. Yes. So he suggested this one, so shout out, Franco. Woo. And oh it gosh, reads... I've got to shout out, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> he got his own <laughs> shout out within his own podcast. <laughs> uh, that's great. All right. And I'm reading... If your brother sins, go and show him his fault when the two of you are alone. If he listens to you, you have regained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others with you so that at the, t- at the testimony of two or three witnesses, every matter may be established. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. If he refuses to listen to the church, treat him like a Gentile or a tax collector. Mmm. Yeah. How good is that? It's good. I, um, I feel like it can, I feel like there's immediately so much tension for some people, <laughs> mm. um, and for others, it's just like, yes, this is good because it's like practical wisdom, like yes. that we can just like, yes, this is something like that the Bible just tells us to do rather mm. than, like, saying, hey, be a good person. It's like, yeah. what does that mean? How yeah. do you do it kind of yeah. thing? Here is just, like, this is how you should deal with someone um, who sins. Mm. Um, and I found it very interesting. And the reason I requested it, I'd say, was, um, well, I was listening to a series Tim Mackey did on Matthew, um, and he slowly walked through each of the um, chapters in Matthew, um, and it took them... I think over two years almost to do. Yeah. It was crazy. And for me, it was just super enlightening. And um, yeah, the episode, if you guys want to ever go check it out, I think it's um, Tim Mackey Forgiveness, or just, you can just type in Matthew 18, yeah. Tim Mackey, and it would come up. But I just found it really cool because uh, the way that he spoke about it just made it so obvious and clear. Mm. Um, not that this isn't very clear, but yeah. I think sometimes... Like, it can bring up tension for yeah. us, or we can yeah. be like, um, this sounds kind of either harsh, or yeah. even, we don't know about this verse, and we go, how do I deal with conflict? Yes. Like, how do I do that in a church in a way that's, like, um, like uh, n- uh, appropriate, but also, like, not invasive, or, um, uh, uh, what is it called? When you... Uh, Legalistic? No, the, the word I'm looking for is, like, when you... Uh, it starts with a D. Um, 
demeaning, no, demeaning kind of thing yeah. when you when yeah. you like um, just put someone down that's um, right. yeah. or or shun them for something yeah. that they did. Yeah. It's like how, it's, that's not what we're meant to do, but yeah. we're still meant to confront people. Mm. And so for mm. me, I was like, oh, this is really nice mm. that it's so practical. Yeah. Um, and we just sometimes or even don't know about verses like this. Um, so yeah, I thought it was really cool. But I'd like to hear your th- thoughts before I do my thing. Okay, one of the Things that I noticed as I was, I didn't really have much time to dig into this, but Mm -hmm. um, as I, the little that I had to just Mm -hmm. go over it, it it says, if your brother or sister sins against you, Mm -hmm. I think some manuscripts have has against you attached to them, Mm -hmm. then point it out to them in private, then you bring another witness Mm. with you. And Mm. one thing that is so obvious in this that, Jesus is talking about conflict within the church, mm. not outside the church. That's right. Because right. often, um, we we tend to judge the world by the standards we are held to as children of God. Mm. Those who are baptized, set free from the power of sin, the standards we are held to is different than the standards of the world. Yeah. Mm. So at times, we tend to, um, when bringing the gospel to the world, we tend to hold them to the standard that this is the scripture yeah. Yeah, is true. requiring when we're not necessarily meant to go out there and point out from my understanding mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. point out sin in an, in this manner to them but to tell them that all is broken and the Lord Jesus Christ is the only one that can fix it if mm. they come to him yeah. right however this is definitely supposed to be within the church yep. between Christians and so I think it's just, it's refreshing that Jesus knows that we're going to wrong each other <laughs> yeah. because he knows that we're still in between the here and now, yeah, that's right. um, in between what's coming and, um, you know, what's here. So like, he knows that we're going to be broken still. Mm-hmm. We're going to be committing sin against each other. And so he, he's provided a way through himself. Mm-hmm. So that we can reconcile um, ourselves again. Mm-hmm. So he says that if you point out the sin, and he, you know, he the person acknowledges it, you've regained your brother or sister. That's good. So it's about um, reconciliation, really. Mm-hmm. When I look at it, that it's not so much uh, we tend to focus on the wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not about the sin. It's about reconciliation, yeah. really, to mend broken relationships even within the church. Yeah. Cause the sin comes, but it's like sometimes the sins already come and gone, but the lingering effects seem to last longer than the actual act that's been committed. Yeah. Mm. And Christ is concerned so much about the effect of the sin. Yeah. That it kills relationship. We saw it in the garden of Eden between Adam and Eve and between them and God. Yeah. That it breaks trust, it breaks relationship, it kills. And then it's just fracturing on and on and on for generations. Yeah. So what he wants is for us to have a way to reconcile each other immediately yeah, after it's com- the act is done. Yeah. That we it, it says in scripture, do not let the sun go down yeah. before you know you resolve your yeah. issues. So I think it's really it's a really good way for Christians to approach reconciliation. This is something that I've experienced, by the way. Yeah. Um, and and um, still experiencing. And I think 
it's 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 probably the best way mm-hmm. to actually address conflict and resolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's so good. Hundred yeah. percent. Um, I think for me, the the thing that I just want to point out that I think is yeah, like like what you said. I think that's really cool because hey, you said you think this is within a church. Yeah. I think just when we look at it, you can see at the bottom it says. If he refuses to listen to the mm. church, just treat him like a Gentile or yeah. a tax collector. Yeah. So it's like talking about people in the church. If mm. they become a non-believer, then mm. treat them like one of those. And so yeah. obviously yeah. you can then see that, yeah, they're yeah. referring to people Different who are standards. in the church. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. That's yeah. not good. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, there's so much in this, there's really. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I think um, the... I read this today, and I'll, I'll read it out loud. I don't know the author, but they said, um, Jesus says when your love is interrupted by offence from sin, we ought not to let the wound fester and become an infection, yes. but we ought to go show the sinning brother his fault. It's not a popular opinion to do these days, mm. but it's the loving thing to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I just really appreciated that line or quote, and I think... Our natural response, particularly in the world today, is not to go to our brother. It is to to gossip, to defame. Mm, it yeah. is to um, hold on to something yeah. grudgingly yeah. Um, and let it become something that festers and creates mm-hmm. an infection within mm. us. Like I think God is really serious when it comes to forgiveness yes. and holding mm-hmm. unforgiveness towards mm-hmm. your brother or sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know for me being a very opinionated <laughs> right and so wrong true. person so like true. <laughs> like <laughs> i want white. those wrongs to be right and yes. if that's or whatever yeah. you know like to be um reconciled reconciled yeah. you know um and needing to be able to uh see the person for who they are rather than the act that they put mm-hmm. against yeah. me yeah. is yeah. really challenging yeah. mm-hmm. um and i can get so baited to call someone and be like, ah, this person did mm. X, Y, and Z, rather than being like, I need <clears> to just come collect myself, yeah. go to this person and be yeah. like, hey, this is actually how I felt in this mm. conversation. I think you've done the wrong mm-hmm. thing here. Mm-hmm. Can we please talk about mm-hmm. it? Um, and let And seeing what fruit actually comes from that mm. conversation rather yeah. than just... Going in being like, I need to tell you that I'm right and you're wrong, see you later, and not mm-hmm. actually doing what is asked of us, because yeah. I think that's very different as well. Yeah. Um, I yeah. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I think there's also, like, um something that we often confuse. I think it's kind of similar how we confuse, um, and I might be wrong about this, but I, I kind of think it's how we think about um, honouring and respect. Like, it's a similar kind of dynamic where we think about forgiveness and reconciliation and being like a similar, like it's a similar thing, but it's not the same thing. And I think often we can use them or think that we need to reconcile a relationship to yeah. have forgiveness, yeah. um, which I don't believe is a thing. I believe that you need forgiveness to have reconciliation yes. within a relationship, yes. but you yes. don't need reconciliation to do forgiveness. Yes. Yes. Forgiveness yes. is the thing that happens yes. first. Yeah. And I think so often we, I, can get so caught up if someone does... Um, does something wrong by me, um, that uh, forgiveness has to be on their side as well for me to actually be willing to let something go. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just such a... <clears throat> the, more I, the, the more I reflect on that, the more I think it's like such a childish thing because um, it's like 
two kids on a playground or have like toys or something and like um uh, your mum asks you or tells you it's like hey can I please have your toilet we need to go it's like mm. but why is the other person allowed to stay kind of thing exactly. or whatever and I'm yeah. like this is really not what it's about mm. like you need to just listen to your parents or you, like yeah. like they have a reason for it mm. and if it's out of love then you shouldn't question or need yeah. to question yeah. It. yeah um and I think just like we can be I can be uh an adult child sometimes in thinking oh why like, why do I have to do this first? I'll mm. wait for that person to do it kind of thing. Mm. When it's really, like, takes the person to, someone to just do it first. Um, and more often than not, God calls you, as in where in any relationship or um, context that you find yourself, often, like, if, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you're working on yourself. And often that that is the way or I think a reason when God, like, like, just, like, whispers in your ear and goes, hey, I need you to I need you to step up and do this and it's like ah oh, fine okay and it's like try and then yeah it's uncomfortable um but yeah I think I I, I thought that was just an important distinction because yeah. I think we can often think about those two things no, very it's, closely it's, it's very real like in this scripture it's funny like the verse 21 of mm-hmm. that particular chapter is when Peter goes to Jesus and asks him how many times do I need to forgive my brother mm-hmm. if he sins against me so <laughs> it it almost looks like it's contradicting. Like Jesus is saying, yeah. if the person doesn't recognize, yeah. tell the church. And then obviously if they leave, <clears throat> treat them as you would a pagan. But how are we, a pagan and a tax collector, how are we supposed to treat pagans and tax collectors, mm-hmm. right? As Christians, we're supposed to be merciful towards yeah. them. Yeah. We're supposed to show grace towards them, just like Christ did mm-hmm. to Matthew and you know, to the people who were actually committing sin yeah, exactly. in the world. They exactly. weren't a part of his fold. Mm-hmm. However, he showed the mercy so they can receive it and come back to him. Yeah. So that's how it works. Forgiveness is definitely the first step. Yeah. And Christ explaining it to Peter in verse 21 is that <laughs> there's no end to how mm. many times you have to forgive a mm. brother that sins against you. Mm. Really? Yeah. Because it can't, it's not a limited thing. Yeah. Forgiveness doesn't have limits. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's it's. I think it's like faith. The yeah. more we exercise it, the greater God uh, capacity God gives us mm. to wield our faith. Yeah. And I think forgiveness is the same. The yeah, more we good. exercise it, the greater the capacity that God increases in us mm. to be able to mm. forgive more, to be able to bear more. Mm-hmm. I think the Hebrew translation for forgiveness is actually to bear. Nasal. Yeah. yeah, to yeah. bear someone else's yeah. baggage. So yeah. if they can't actually forgive themselves, if they uh-huh. can't actually receive it, you have to bear the cost uh-huh. and forgive them anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I right. think forgiveness really does come from a place of love, like yeah. true oh, yeah. forgiveness. And like I was preaching about this on Sunday, but like true love... Um, uh, go, rises above our feelings towards that person right. yeah. and um, supersede, like surpasses past their actions towards mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. true love does not, it doesn't matter how we feel because mm-hmm. true love will stay committed to that person. Yeah. And it endures. It, well, exactly. And so I think even we, and it's even having that mentality, mentality that they are my brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you were, you were. There's really, something more to it. There's something more yeah. to it. Like, yeah. He said, like, brother or sister, yes. mm-hmm. like, he is, it's always about restoration to family because mm-hmm. we are. Yeah, and yeah. it's all, 
like because you're family, you're almost like, oh, I need to get yeah. past this and yeah. move on, yeah. you know, yeah, because yeah. it's family and we're stuck together exactly. kind of thing. Yeah. And it's the same thing with, well, everyone. Like mm-hmm. we are a connected body of believers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know for me, I would want someone to come up to me and share their hurt that I may have done toward mm-hmm. them, them going to someone else first. Yeah, 100%. Um, well, yeah, that's not biblical, that's gossip. Well, yeah. exactly. But how often do we Correct. see time and time again people go to a higher person or someone somewhere and it's like, what about Matthew eighteen? Yeah. Or or they or um or as Christians we can have and Tim Mackey uses this example, have um uh what's it called? Uh uh gossip or uh, uh, I forgot the specific thing that he used, but it's basically like um uh prayer requests mm. but we go oh have you have you heard what happened to this person mm. yeah we really need to but pray for them gossip. but yeah you're, you're gossiping yeah. because you're telling people about what's yeah. happening it's like hey yeah. let's pray for that person yeah. Yeah. and i think like yeah. it, it's that easy like and, it's and that the, easy and the thing i find with gossip unfortunately it doesn't address the issue it degrades no. the person exactly mm-hmm. that it's about it's 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 a form of degradation unfortunately um whereas Choosing to actually bear the cost of whatever has occurred in your mm-hmm. relationship, even if you're in the right, sometimes yeah. you're probably in the wrong, mm. but you just can't see it yet. But one thing I love about this scripture is that it, it's on the person who has been wronged. All the movements, mm. always on the person who's been wronged. If yep. your brother has sinned against you, first it's point young. it out to them. And then you bring someone else mm-hmm. to point it out to them. And then if they reject, go to the church, you again, yeah. and point it out to the church. And then you again treat them yeah. with forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah, so so it's, it's, it's always, and that's what Christ is, yeah. right? We broke our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And then it was on God to provide the lamp. Mm-hmm. In Jesus Christ yeah, to take upon himself the mm-hmm. things that we couldn't do for ourselves. 100%. So the person who's done the wrong cannot liberate themselves from that fault. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, normally that person is blind to it. Exactly. Well, yeah. And so it has to come from the person who the deed has been done to, mm-hmm. to, to, to literally take that person out of the, that place they're, they're mm-hmm. in. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. And, and I think that's so interesting because I think for us, like, how often do we hear in church like someone genuinely coming up to you and going, "Hey, um, the other day what when you, you were t- what you did here or what you said actually really hurt me." Like I don't he- like yeah. I don't hear stories about that in the church. I don't think it's encouraged that much, yeah, unfortunately, and, and it, I'm a part of yeah, the problem yeah, too. Same here. I and, don't think it's encouraged as much yeah, within and, the modern church. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. I don't know. I didn't exist back then, so I don't know. <laughs> how much it was encouraged within the early church. Mm. They definitely wrote and preached about it. Mm. However, I don't think it's encouraged as much to have those conversations. And I think if anything today, we're just seeing how it's done badly because people just put their hurt on social media or whatever in a way to attack someone rather than going to their face. Mm -hmm. Rather than going to their face to that person being Mm -hmm. like, hey, actually, like... Um, we're just seeing it done in a way that's not um, of God, it's of the world and yes. not according to mm. Scripture. Yeah. And I think even to its... Now, this is at my current level of understanding. Mm-hmm. I just okay. want to make okay. that... Lay it on us, Pastor Faith. 
so obviously at the end it says to go to the church mm-hmm. when this was written it wasn't actually the church church wasn't actually established yeah. then it was to the Family. assembly you yeah. had to go to um like almost like the council yeah. like mm-hmm. you're going to like the the mayor almost because yeah, there yeah. was no church and yeah, so yeah. I think even that's really important to mention because sometimes yeah. we read that being like, oh, I need to go on stage on this platform yeah. and tell uh, people. And that's so dangerous. But that's what we see. And dangerous. I think that's the, like, it almost makes us then think, oh, church, it's this public place where all these people look at this one person. Yeah. And oh, so gosh. it gives this permission or miss to do something yeah. that's still defaming yeah. someone. And, and my heart immediately goes to the eldership. No, that's what so I thought. Something I like just... that, yeah, right? Yes. However, it can easily be misinterpreted interpreted yeah that was a difficult word to swallow <laughs> that you would yeah i wouldn't be surprised if someone took the stage yeah, grabbed the so, mic and went da 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 yeah. and then you've crucified the person yeah exactly actual because people hear church they hear public yeah. like it's yeah. you know if, if it hasn't been resolved from you and this person then you're going to two other people then you go to the church you make it yeah. public yeah and you talk yeah. about it whereas in this context, yeah. they actually went to like the elders of the yeah, community. Yeah, they yeah. went to the assembly yeah. and said, yeah. "Hey, not defame them in front yeah. of public to be yeah. like this person is still sinning." Yeah. Yeah. And so, even I think for us, it's really important to yeah. remember what we're doing yeah. when we are trying to expose mm-hmm. someone, and that says something more about where that person is yeah. at than. And anything. also, if the heart is about, "Hey, I got to expose this person," yeah, that's wrong. So they can actually like. Everyone can see what a horrible person they are. You're not going by this word that's been spoken here. Because it's not about exposing their sin. If it's about that, I've got news for every Christian (laughs) out there. We're all sinners. Listen to our Pride episode. (laughs) Yeah, every single one of us. So it's not really news. We we already know that we're all sinners. We're being reconciled to the Father. Mm. However, once we think about it that way... It's actually a more sinister um, mm-hmm. state of being that if we think exposing this person um, will actually bring goodness out of the situation, mm-hmm. it does not. Yeah, All no. it brings is pain. Yeah. And I think one thing, unfortunately, maybe the church as large has gotten wrong over the past centuries or mm-hmm. so, is that certain things have been done in this manner where it's caused people so much pain that mm-hmm. they've just walked away yeah. from the faith altogether. Not yeah. just from a church, but from the faith altogether. Because their dignity was crucified. Yeah. And I think God created us with that in a way that... Why did Adam hide? Yeah, yeah. When he knows God can see everything, mm. why hide mm. from God? Mm. Mm. It's because... His dignity was affected by mm. that sin, that that tension mm. affected both him and Eve. So I think it's really, really, really clear that we can deal with sin in the church without destroying someone else's dignity, yeah. destroying their actual mm. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think um, I think that's a that's the that's the tension though in terms of like like we can talk about how important it is for us to like, and I think that's something that's really cool is it doesn't talk about like. Go and telling the first thing you do when yeah. someone hurts you is like you directly go and talk to that person alone. Yes. Like you don't make a scene of it and you don't try and make it more dramatic or mm. uh, or bigger than it is. Just go and talk to the person. And it's actually crazy how many people wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. Like like 
I can I I understand that and it does um it is something that I struggle with here and there, but for mm. the most part I think I've gotten better with that area. Mm. Um with time. With t- yeah. oh, 100% with time. It's not something that I'm I think that I'm ever going to be perfect at. Oh, it's not not something I will never be perfect at, but it's something that I've definitely been practicing um in terms of just letting people know if there's something that is makes me uncomfortable. Um sometimes maybe I make it too obvious. Um but I think for me there's there's something important about that. But I can I see myself and other people around me just like if something annoys them about a person, the last thing they want to do is talk to the person. Yeah. And 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 that's understandable. And it's even worse in church because like imagine like telling someone um or, or you have something with someone, some kind of um uh unresolved issue and you're struggling to um, actually confront that person. So out of just um, sheer desperation, you want to share with someone so that they can actually do it with you because um, yeah. you're, you're too scared or whatever. But this, the, the part that's then hard about that is if your church is a church that like, oh, um, gossips, it's like, hey, did you hear about this person and how they're um, struggling with this? We need to pray for them. It be, starts breaking trust with people. And then yeah. like mm-hmm. that person who's mm-hmm. wanting to try and like, involve at least one person just to like get the courage to talk to someone is now scared to tell anyone in church because yeah. it's like now it's just going to become something that everyone knows. Confession doesn't uh, work in that space. Yeah. yeah. And exactly. And yeah. if you can't confess, then you can't trust. And if you can't trust, how on earth can you expect truth to be in yeah. a church? Yeah. Mm. Like that is what a church should be built on is truth. Yes. God's yeah. truth. Yeah. And if we can't speak that confidently, mm. if we can't like come out of a place of going, yeah, I actually I was wrong here. And then you have this fear in the back of your head of going, who else is going to know? How much harder does that make, like, to be honest, to share with someone, to confide in someone? Like, like you can't in a church that does that. And so I think it's so important with churches. Like, it is so important. Gossip is so much more dangerous than I think Mm. we think about. Um, And for me, yeah, it was so interesting because... Um, yeah, it, it, like in the ideal place, yeah, you'd be able to go with that person one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. You talk to that person, try and resolve it. If it doesn't work, get someone else because this is a, this is something Tim Mackie pointed out that I was like, this is actually so true. Because you get someone else to be like, hey, is this person wrong in what they did because they're yeah. not yeah. repenting? It's a second witness. Well, the yeah. thing is that second witness also holds you accountable, yes. that you're not an idiot, yeah. that you did something wrong and yeah. you're just holding this person yeah. accountable for something that yeah. you did. Yeah. And so it also keeps you in check because mm. then you are able to be like, is that person wrong or am mm. I wrong? And then yeah. they can attest to what, which one, who is right. Yeah. And if you're still not sure, if it's still not resolved, then you can go to the church, yeah. what I would imagine elders, yeah. where they can actually then speak into that if they need prayer into yeah. that or whatever. But I imagine as elders, they would usually have good discernment. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then the funny thing is, yeah, like you said, like, then you treat them like tax collectors yeah. or Gentiles, mm-hmm. which is like what Jesus did was love them. Yeah. And so if you take them out for a coffee. Exactly. You, uh, but, sorry, just with this, I think an important thing that it also talks about this, if this mm. person really did hurt you yes. in a really bad way, yes. you can also see that you're never alone with this person yes, again. Exactly. You meet with them once, yes. and if it doesn't turn out well... Yeah then you get someone else. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, you get someone else. And yeah. if it doesn't work, then you go to the church. Yeah. It never tells you that you have to um, be alone with that person again. Yes. Because if it's unsafe or if it's not okay to be in that relationship or in that connection, 
then you shouldn't be in that connection. Yeah, and I think it's important to say as well, if you've <coughs> gone through that whole stage Correct. and there's still no reconciliation and yeah. you can't get resolved, past it, yeah. if it's not resolved, you actually do have the permission to walk away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not absolutely. to hate the person and start Correct. gossiping or anything no. like that, but to yeah. actually be like, I have done what God has asked of me, mm-hmm. what scripture holds me to, mm-hmm. and I need to now work on my own heart, staying pure Correct. towards that person mm-hmm. and go my go by my day-to-day mm-hmm. life. Not exactly. then think of deeper ways to make sure this person knows yeah, exactly. how wrong they are because you're meant to love them like the tax exactly. collector. And yeah. Jesus went into the tax collector's house. He yeah. insisted, I must be in your house. Mm-hmm. So um, it all comes back to love. Yeah. And and that, that just brings me back to the point, like what, what I was raising before in terms of just because... Um, there wasn't reconciliation maybe in the mm. relationship. That mm. doesn't mean you don't forgive them. Yes. Like yes. what you said, yes. like like that's the thing. Yeah. And that's that's what's so cool is like how you pointed yeah. out, Richard, the story following. Peter's like to Jesus, so should I forgive the person seven times? Yes. And like um, reading it, um, Tim Mackey was talking about it. It's funny because like I think he, he thinks Peter like was coming up to Jesus saying, should I forgive him seven times? And like, that's a lot of times. Like, and, Jesus, and, and yeah, and he thought like, to Matthew was saying, it's like, Peter would have thought like, Jesus would have said, no, 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 no. Like four times. Like, yeah, he's like, calm, calm down. You're like, seven times is a lot. And he goes, no, seven times, 77 times. Or yeah. whatever yeah. translation you read. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's so funny. Cause like for us, we've we've heard this story many times so we know what to expect but for peter like he had no idea and then you go what does that mean Mm. like that i have to forgive everyone who wrongs me yeah that's like that's unheard of and that's and it's so hard like let's not like oh no flipping heck oh my goodness (laughs) like sometimes i wish i wasn't a christian (laughs) it's a lot easier it's so much easier and it's like like Oh my gosh, like today, like yeah. genuinely today, like today <laughs> being the 3rd yeah. you... of November, I had a massive conflict <laughs> with someone this morning. Like we didn't yell at each other or anything, but I felt really hurt and like yeah. I, I was getting angry. I was like, you know what, I need to, I need to step away from this mm-hmm. conversation and I'll come back. Like literally yeah. had to, needed mm-hmm. a whole day in a mountaintops and just crying yeah. and really like... Am I wrong? Are they wrong? I need to show that they're wrong. Like, it was this massive thing in my head. And then I was like, oh, Faith, okay. Mm -hmm. I needed to push myself to go to that person Mm -hmm. and have this conversation with them. Mm -hmm. When, But my flesh wanted to call every single person in the Mm -hmm. sun to be like, I'm right. Mm -hmm. Like, can't you see how wrong this person is? Like, they need to come to me. You're going to hate me for this. Wait, what? And then... um, (laughs) So I'm like, Ugh. and then I realized that God's like, I just need you to submit in this faith. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? And so like, I'm driving. And I'm like, oh, swallow my pride, swallow my pride. Um, you know, and mm. we went there. Or I came in and I was like, I'm sorry, I walked away. I just, I needed time. He's like, no, that's okay. And we talked it through and he was like, you know what? Why don't we all just go away from this? We'll both pray to see who maybe. Um, God is talking to you. Like, not to mm-hmm. necessarily be like, oh, you were right, you were yeah. wrong. But let's let's both admit that one of us could be wrong mm-hmm. and come back to the conversation yeah. and I'm willing to, like, let's keep on yeah. talking about it. And yeah. it was just rather than me wanting to go to so many people and yeah. be like, let me wrong you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It took everything, though, within yeah. me to be like, I need to sacrifice my... Mm-hmm. 
wants yeah. of being right. Yeah. Yeah, but but I think that uh, so uh, I love that, and I, and I think that's a perfect representation or analogy to what what it means when like um, it's not reconciliation, but the reason you need to forgive even though it doesn't depend on the reconciliation yeah. of the relationship is because forgiveness, unforgiveness doesn't trap the other person. It, it traps, traps yes, you. Yes. Um, and so the unforgiveness um, is the thing that you need to resolve within the, between the two mm. people because it actually sets you free. Yes. Yeah. Um, where reconciliation sets the other person free. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, that's just... And, and I think that's specifically yeah. why Jesus says never stop forgiving. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because if you stop forgiving is when you put yourself in chains. Yeah, and you become incredibly bitter. Like yeah. There are so Bitterness. many people that I know and I was like, wow. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, look at your, like, yeah. I can, you can just see your bitterness is your undoing. Yeah. yeah. Mm, like mm, everything mm. is falling apart. Everything, you're like yeah. people who are always angry all the time. Oh, yeah. 99% of the time that is rooted from mm-hmm. unforgiveness. unforgiveness. Yeah, that come, yeah, bitterness. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it's funny, like even hearing that, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and that mm-hmm. and some secular and I hear a secular guy going, you know what, that Christian virtue of forgiveness, I think that's really missing in this one. I'm like, ah, man, we told you that like, you know, centuries ago, <laughs> just catching up now. But I think it's just essential um, mm-hmm. for for a, a believer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as a believer, if you practice one thing, I'd say prayer and forgiveness. Because mm-hmm. without it, it it's, it's actually, because we're clumsy. We're human mm-hmm. beings, emotionally spiritually clumsy yeah. and yeah. we step on each other we're a family and the family There's is Ghana like can, yeah. in in ghana they have this proverb that a family is like a forest you know many weird trees mm. and there's like a giant tree in yeah. the middle but then weird branches so yeah. we hit each other we bump each other along the way yeah. we step on each other's toes we irritate one another yeah, yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> but i think God gives us this grace, the same grace that he showed us yeah. that we can then re- begin to reflect it to each other. Mm. And it helps us grow. Like the more and more we forgive each other, the better we get at it. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I've seen, you know, many Christian ministers absolutely get like, tra- like destroyed by mm-hmm. media and like worldly people and that. And still they show the same heart. To people like mm-hmm. it's just I don't know how they do it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. If someone insulted me and degraded me that much, I don't know how I would go out of my way to love on them. Yeah. And yet, yeah. time and time again, they sacrifice themselves yeah. again yeah. to yeah. those same people and yeah. show that the heart of Christ yeah. to them. Yeah. 100%. So I think it's very essential that we yeah. practice forgiveness. Yeah, I think that's really good, and I think that well, for me, this is the thing that really caught my attention because I was thinking about the same thing because this is talking about I guess in terms of the way you like should approach someone when someone mm-hmm. wrongs you but yeah. at the same time forgiveness yeah. mm. um, and um, the Bible's really cool and obviously um, Matthew wrote this with something in mind and yeah. you can actually see the flow of thought like he talks about this in terms yeah. of how to um, approach someone yeah. then he talks about how many times you should forgive someone yeah. and then the following parable is about um the king who was settling his debts. Yes. And there's that guy who owed him however many <laughs> billions of dollars. Yeah. And he's like, I'll pay you back. Yeah. And then he, the king had mercy on him yeah. and goes, no, you know what? It's okay. I, 
like we'll remove all of the debt and then as soon as he leaves he goes and chokes someone telling them to pay them a couple yeah. of thousand yeah. dollars back yeah. but yeah. the funny thing is he, he that um, servant gets then the other servant thrown in prison. Yes. And how do you repay someone when yeah. you can't work to get that to give yeah. that money back yeah. to someone? And that's yeah. exactly what we do yeah. when we hold unforgiveness to someone mm. yeah. is we don't allow them the opportunity or chance to actually change, like yeah. show us that they're yeah. sorry. Wow. Yeah. Um, and this is the that's the big issue is because we don't we don't actually want them to be able to say sorry. Yeah. We want to hold the resentment because we yeah. go, we are right. Yes. Um, and Ooh, this is, and, and it's so big. And, and, and that's the thing is like, and, and for me, this is how I try and like, remember why I should forgive is because if I, I'm that person who owed God billions of dollars, which we did. Well, well, yeah. And, and so he forgave me of all of that debt. Yeah. And so the fact that I, for, like I've gotten, um, saved from all that debt, I now have to look at my fellow servants, my fellow brothers and Mm. sisters and go, I I was saved through grace. Mm. And so I have to show that grace to you because there is no other response. Mm. Like for me, who just got saved from wherever I was going, which wasn't probably very great, um, not probably, definitely not great, but like the, the idea of being saved from that, the only response is to continue that. Like, I can't not continue that if I don't continue that. And so for me, I guess that's that helps me understand the way that I should look at people thinking about forgiveness mm. is that I've been forgiven and therefore I need to forgive. Yes. Um, it's in the Lord's Prayer. It's a thing that we need to pray every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. For, forgive my sins just as, um, yeah. So I, I think, I th- oh, yeah. Um, I, th- I think it's just so, so crazy the way that, yeah, Matthew and the whole book and all of it works together. But I think for me specifically, this has been something that's been really standing out and something that's so important that I think as people, if we get this right, this changes, oh, changes church. There will be no see, war. There would mm. no war. And we would see such a better world and we would actually see more and more people come to faith mm. yeah. um, and people reconciled and see restoration mm-hmm. in the lives of his people. And I think it's such a good scripture to be able to talk about because i do think we miss this so much Mm -hmm. and we forget matthew 18 and Mm -hmm. what it asks of us Mm -hmm. what god asks of us and um i want to encourage all of us as we close like who is that person that Mm. we might be holding unforgiveness towards who's that person that and maybe it's that same person where we actually need to pull them aside Mm one-on-one and do it in private first and not gossip or mm. expose their sins on social media or whatever mm. it is but actually remember what god asks of us and what he's mm. done for us because i think that's the greatest place of motivation to mm-hmm. keep this principle in yeah. line to yes. remember how saved we are yeah. um and how he came to us mm-hmm. you know he didn't put our sins on the cross with him for everyone to see mm. Um, but he protected our dignity in that yeah. um, and he brought truth and correction because yeah. he uh, rebukes those that he loves, but mm-hmm. he forgave. And so, yeah. yeah. Let's all forgive my <laughs> peeps. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you had a prayer? Or did you I did have that? a prayer, guys. Sorry, I did. Thanks for remembering. No I wrote a little prayer that um, I was like, you can repeat after me, but that's not going to work. <laughs> um, okay. So um, this is the prayer. I'll, I'll pray it okay, okay. <laughs> for us all. Father, 
We thank you for your word. What incredible practical instruction we have been given. Let us apply it to our lives, Lord. Let love reign more and more in us that we might overlook and forgive as we have been forgiven. Make us more like you, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Short and sweet, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Yes. Yeah. And And hopefully it doesn't scare them away. Yeah, hopefully (laughs) it's not too um, scary, but at the same time as Christians. Yeah. Yeah, we need to be uncomfortable. So yeah. We do, we do. Well, yeah. friends, we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. Have a good two weeks. All right. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.